Welcome once again to our podcast, Redeemed. Uh, the goal and the idea of our podcast is we want to start talking about what it means to live a redeemed Christian life and how that plays out in our own personal life and how that should make a difference. So I really hope that as uh, we're having some conversations about this, that uh, you'll be able to take something from it, implement it into your lives, and that God can use it for you. So hang with us, and we'll go ahead and get started. All right, thanks again for joining us again for another uh, uh, episode of uh, Redeemed. Uh, today I want to talk um, about choices and what it means to make choices, especially choices when you're trying to make choices based upon um, your Christian faith, if you will. Mm-hmm. Now, one of the greatest choices I had to make was choosing a spouse. Yeah, it's one of the greatest choices any of us have to make. Mm-hmm. Because it's been my experience, uh, and as a pastor's son, you get the, you get the opportunity to see a lot of different uh, couples come and go. Yeah, and you see the ones that make it, and you see the ones that don't. You know what I'm saying? Right. And a lot of times, you have a pretty good idea from the very beginning whether or not that couple's going to make it or not. Right. You oh, know yeah. what I'm saying? So, Michael. Yeah. How did you first meet your wife? Through a friend over a uh, phone call. Hmm. Interesting. So you met your wife through a friend over a phone call. Correct. Hmm. Interesting. How all great love stories start. That's what I was thinking. Uh, mine, I met my wife. Well, first of all, I met my wife when she was actually in middle school and I was in high school. Yeah. Um, I didn't think it was a good idea at that time to date because people frown upon that. Yeah, you were correct. <laughs> so I had to wait a little while. But that being said, um, uh, I remember walking across the, the LCC campus here in Longview. Yep. And uh, I had passed her, just just in general, just in passing. And, um, and I remember thinking that as we had finished our conversation, it was just a very generic conversation of hi. You know, how you doing, yeah. guy. And she went her way, and I went my way. Because I was in a relationship, and she was in a relationship at that time. Yep. And uh, I, but, I, but I had this nagging suspicion in the back of my mind that that was the woman I was going to marry. Now, I don't know if that was the Holy Spirit poking me. Right. I If it was, I wish I had listened a little bit better. Because the relationship I was in did not did not pan out very well for me, let's yep. just put it that way. Yep. And, uh, and, it, and if I had really... <laughs> Really relied on it, and thought, man, that is the Holy Spirit. Man, I could have saved myself a lot of heartache in the in the process. A whole lot of hassle. A whole lot of hassle. In chapter twenty four, we have the love story between Isaac and Rebecca. Uh, Isaac is Abraham's son, yep. and uh, Rebecca is is going to be his wife. And Abraham sends his servant to go find his son a wife. Um, it's kind of interesting because the way they did things back then is a little different than how they do things now. <laughs> that is correct. So, Michael, how would you have liked to have that assignment? 
to travel uh, 250 miles on foot. Or I'm sorry, 450 miles mm-hmm. on foot or by camel. Yeah, he, he, he had 10 camels with him. Yeah, said uh, commentary say that it was about a two week journey in each direction. So about a month. Mm-hmm. I would not have wanted that job. <laughs> Don't go on record right now. I would have raised my hand and said, why not that guy? Yeah, exactly. I'm not sure I would want that one. Because Abraham was relying on this servant to find the wife that God wanted Isaac to have. Pretty important job. Very important job. Very important job. It's not one I would have wanted. No, not at all. Too much pressure. Mm-hmm. But this servant did good. This servant did really well. Yep. If you continue reading, um, he basically has a conversation between him and God. And God kind of opens doors, lays it out for him. And so he knows immediately which one is the right one. And not only that, she's willing to leave her family and come back with this servant uh-huh. and marry somebody that she's never even met. Correct. Now, maybe some of the thoughts she had going through her head was, well, this guy did just bring me 10 camels and things like that, so maybe he's rich and well-to-do, so maybe it's not quite so bad. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. doesn't hurt. I don't know. You know, things were different during during that time. But when we come to these crossroads and we have to make these decisions and... We're, and we're trying to look at it from God's perspective. How do we know which way to turn and how to make those decisions? What should be our baseline? Where should we go to try to find those principles that should help us uh, to make those decisions? Well, you would. Uh, your baseline should always be God. You should always lean right back into your relationship with Him. And when you have a pretty major decision, and really any decision should be made through what you assume to the best of our abilities to be his will. And one of the best ways for us to stay within his will and in a way where we're able to communicate with him is through prayer. And that's what this servant did. The servant had immense faith and prayed to God for uh, just these different signs that he was looking for. And then verbatim, the signs that he listed to God, Rebecca came out and did in order. Mm-hmm. It was it was pretty phenomenal. He, yeah, everything he asked for, the Lord took it step by step, and that's what he did. Right. And uh, sometimes it's not always that easy, though. No. You know, sometimes God doesn't go one, two, three, four, and we're like, oh, yeah, that's the direction we got to go. I wish it was that easy. Me too. I mean, there's a lot of times where I have, uh, my dad and I have had a discussion. It would be really nice if we could just go out on the front porch and have a cup of coffee with Jesus and just ask him, what do you want me to do? Yeah, just burn it into my front yard. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. You know, just tell me exactly what you want, Lord. But he, did, he doesn't quite work that way. Um, he wants us to, I believe, like Michael said, we have prayer is a big one, but we also have to find the principles and things to live by that we find in the Bible. Yes. And if we are willing to uh, live by the principles that are in the Bible, that should influence the decisions that we make. Absolutely. For instance, and this is just a real simple one. Right. The Bible says, thou shalt not steal. Yep. Okay, pretty cut and dry. Fair so right. that shouldn't really be a hard decision for us because we understand what? Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not steal. Yeah. Made so it, made it very easy. So when you're so, so when you have the thought that maybe I should steal something, we should understand that what that's a that's not the direction we should go. Yeah. That decision should have been made for us. Correct, if you will. 
Now, like I said, sometimes it's not always that cut and dry. But if we can lean on those principles that are here in the Bible, it should help direct us in the way that we need to go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I agree with that. And a lot of times for me in my own personal life, prayer is the first place I go. But then I start to try to look for and try to decipher maybe the doors I feel like God is opening. Absolutely. And uh, the courage, the tough part is taking the courage to step through those doors when they are actually open. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Some of the hardest things I do, depending on what the decision before us is, is you can recognize the door open in front of you and you still kind of hesitate. You know, Mm -hmm. Eh, maybe maybe that ain't it. And, and sometimes I have a tendency to want to ask God for a sign every on every single decision. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, I think, and, I think we all do. It's the easiest thing to do. Mm-hmm. And we have to be careful, though, because, you know, we're not supposed to put the Lord God to the test. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't need to be tested. Yeah. And so uh, when it comes to making decisions, and if we're truly going to live that redeemed lifestyle, like what this podcast is all about, we have to understand that there are going to be decisions in our life that are not going to be exactly easy. You know what I'm saying? And what we have to do is, first of all, <laughs> definitely hit our, hit our knees in prayer. Always. But more than that, make sure that we have our nose in the Bible so that we're relying on the principles and things that they're talking there. Absolutely. Because it always amazes me how often the Bible is just spot on with every situation. In some way or another. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It doesn't matter the decision you're trying to make. If it's down to making a very tough decision, there's a, there's a lot of times you can find the answer right there. The Bible maintains its relevancy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's really the reason why I decided to believe it, is because yeah. even though it was written a long time ago, it says it ain't nothing new under the sun. No. <laughs> no. And it is as relevant today as it was back then. Absolutely. So decision-making can be extremely difficult, especially when it comes to those, uh, those life-changing Decisions like getting married, having kids, those yeah. type of things. You things, especially things that affect other people as well, along with ourselves. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. So I hope that this was an encouragement to you today. That uh, if you're facing a big decision, that just you know take a minute, get down on your knees, pray about it, ask the Lord for direction. Mm-hmm. You never know, maybe He'll treat it just like uh, He did here in this story with I, uh, Isaac and Rebecca and that servant, and just outline it right for you. Yeah. But if He doesn't. Then just make sure that you're falling back on the Bible and living by the principles that he's laid out there. And you'll be surprised at how that will direct your decision-making and your life. Absolutely. So if you want to live the redeemed, <laughs> that redeemed Christian life, definitely got to stay in the Bible. As, as we close out our episode, thank you once again for joining us. Um, you can connect with us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, East Kelsey Baptist Church. Uh, on Facebook, we post our, our sermons weekly. Uh, and then we also have a, have a, uh, a website, eastkelsobaptistchurch.com. We have the uh, scripture reading plan and more information about us. And then if you want to, come, come join us live at 8 o'clock on uh, Sunday mornings and 9.45. Thank you so much for joining us. See you next time.